got a fever. And the only prescription is more... This yo, yo. is the Cigar Authority. It's the biggest helicopter leasing event in the Western Hemisphere since 1997. The Authority. Like Kobayashi. On everything cigar. The cigar takes time. In. That's the whole key. And out of the cigar industry. Put your nose. With your host. Hey, D-Man. David Garofalo. Well, who are you, Julius Caesar? Who the hell is Julius Caesar? You know I don't follow the NBA. Mr. Jonathan. I know who I am. I'm a dude. Barry Stone. And Chuck Morrison. 60% of the time, it works every time. It's time to light them up. Screw it, let's let them do it. It's time. It's a win win for me. For the Cigar Authority. I gotta have more. It's in the hole. Saturday, September 24th, 2016. Broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios today. Back at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. Barry got married, but the honeymoon is over. But we're going to look at the facil- uh, festivities, go into the festivities, and go into the aging room with a cigar from the care package and peek into Two Guys' 31st anniversary just a few days away. Welcome, everybody, to The Cigar Authority. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location, and we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, or podbean.com where you can set it and forget it. And for the very first time, a show broadcasted on Facebook Live. I don't think it's the very first right? time a show a show. Our show. This show. Okay. The show of record. Okay. Broadcasting live. There it is. On uh, the Cigar Authority's Facebook page. Fingers crossed on that. It's just another thing that could go My wrong. favorite word. So you're on Facebook. You actually have to go to the Cigar Authority Facebook page or this shows up. If you're a fan of the page, I would imagine it shows up in the it's also feed. It's also Chuck... Chuck is tagged, I'm tagged, Mr. Jonathan is tagged, Derek Stewart well. is tagged, and Dave, you are tagged as well. So if you have it set up <clears throat> where the post automatically goes on your page, it's there. If you need to approve it, go ahead and approve it, and anybody that's friends with us can see it live. Wow. Do you think it's showing up on their feed? Anybody who's friends uh, with us? 100%. I already, really? I already know that we have multiple, more than multiple listeners right now watching live. Really? Okay, so this is it. It's just a minute in. We're going to see how deep it gets. Will we end up seeing numbers or anything like that? I'm interested in... Yep, we'll, uh, there'll be a running total on how many people are watching. Correct, yep. Pretty cool. I'm, I'm getting nervous. People are watching now. Yeah, nervous. Yeah. I'm not nervous that they're watching. I'm nervous that it goes down and then we can't... Right, me too. Actually, <laughs> actually, we're adding another element <laughs> that, can something go wrong. that can go wrong, so we're asking for trouble. We That's actually, what makes us great. Yeah, we, <laughs> we dare, dare do We this. push the envelope, David. Why push not? the envelope. Why not? So uh, the honeymoon is over. Honeymoon hasn't even started. Barry's honeymoon. Correct. No, it's, it's over. The honeymoon is over. It's time. They're, now they are aging together. The honeymoon is the honeymoon, is a, is, is the honeymoon well, night. This is the, the... People turn it into the year or whatever it is. It's, the honeymoon's over. This is, now, you speak to this, Barry, if you can. Right. I know she's sitting right there, but right. Uh, has the, uh, the nookie declined, increased, or has it stayed the same? It has actually increased. It's well, increased. it's a week. Yeah. Now is the, it's a week. When we talk about intensity, yes. has the intensity of the nookie increased? Yeah, usually I had to go. I had to be the one to initiate it this time. It's, she's wearing me out. 
Really? Oh, yes. She's been drunk most she, of the week. <laughs> <laughs> she can't get enough of the little Stein. She can't there get enough no of something. Stein. There is no more Stein. There is no more Stein. Hang on a second, because I, I have a I have a ongoing bet with someone that my numbers on this is it will take no less than three months for him to officially change his name. We're a week in, Barry. Have you changed your last name legally yet? No. No, not until after the, the cruise. cruise, so we don't have to worry about changing passports and travel documentation right. and what have you. Yeah. Um, well, I went one, over that. He I'm went over one that. week closer to winning $100. All right, not with me. All right, so uh, we are going to smoke the aging room because what the, that is what's happening now. I, we, we, we had Eric Hansen saying it's all about love and all this, but it is now at the point of aging together. Yes. This is what's going to happen. Growing old and dying. As the man said, it's for good or for bad, for uh, better sickness, or worse, better sickness. Or worse, sickness and health. We're going to start getting sick together. Things are going to... This is the way sick it's of each be. other, maybe? Sick of each other. <laughs> These things are going to happen. It, I'm surprised you're here, to be honest with you. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, <laughs> at this point in my marriage, my wife hated me already. Yeah. It was over. <laughs> I'm actually surprised. But okay, uh, aging rum bin number one. Tell us about a Barry. Well, today's first cigar features tobaccos that have been carefully aging at Las Palmas under the watchful eyes of Hochi Blanco. Rafael Nodal brings to you Aging Room Bin Number 1. The tobacco used in Aging Room Bin Number 1 has been curing since 1999 and was grown under ideal conditions in the Sabao Valley, Valley of the Dominican Republic. It features a Habano wrapper grown in Ecuador and fillers from Cuban seeds. These are true masterpieces, and the sizes reflect Rafael's Nodal's love for music. You have the B minor, the C major, and the G major, and they range in price from $12.79 to $14.99, and we're part of the care package. I would like to see the G-string version. Yeah, we don't have that. We don't have that. So, gigantic band, one of the largest bands ever on a Very cigar. Very yep. um, Covering more than 50% of the entire cigar. But the good news of this is you just give it, those that have it on the care package, we've got 500 people smoking this along with us. Just give it a little push, and it slides the whole Thing will slide out, and underneath that, as you see, those that are watching this, uh, probably more people watching than normally watching because it's on the YouTube Bye, video. video. Um, uh, another cigar band underneath. Now, for FDA compliance sake, could they put the warning on this band since this is the band that's on it when you sell it? I would ask them not to do that because then now you're getting into we're going to have to have individual sales. Oh. You know, we don't have to do it on individual cigars. Ah. So it's going to be on the box. Okay. But um, that answers that. And the band uses a, has a nice use of red foil, which isn't common in the cigar industry. Very, Why is that? I, I don't know. <laughs> don't know. It just isn't. Yep. We just know it isn't. It makes it pop off, you know, the band. Very nice piece of work of art. All right. Let's pop the top off this bad boy. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. And what I am going to say is prices are going up. As I told you, they were going to go up. Yep. You're seeing all the manufacturers raise prices because now we're dealing in with the FDA compliance and um, user fees mm-hmm. happening. Mm-hmm. And I believe Perdomo has already made a statement out there. Yes, he has. Said, that he is not raising prices once again, which means we can keep this commercial going because everybody else is raising prices, but he is not raising prices. He is cutting out. Not only the federal S chip tax, but the FDA tax. He's the cutting, user fees, user everything. fees, everything. 
Nick Perdomo is a stand-up guy, and he, he's not putting up with this. He's going to go business as usual, and he's going to be the best Let one. Let me tell you a little about business. When prices go up and you don't raise your prices, you need to grow your business dramatically. Not the same amount. If it goes up... 25 cents per cigar or something, you don't just have to grow your company by the 25 cents because there's lots that go into that sure. on top of it. It's, it's many, many multiples of that that have to end up happening. So you actually have to have dramatic growth for, to break even, basically. Right. So he's obviously prepared to actually take a hit to give it back to the consumer. That's good why man. you got to love the guy. He's a good love the guy. Now, let's talk about something that you should love. What the hell is this? (laughs) Look at the size of this thing. Our friends at Vertigo. This is a tool. Wow. Our friends at Vertigo have a couple of different lighter lines. They've got the Vertigo line. They have the Black Label line. And then they have the Lotus line. So this one comes to us out of their Black Label umbrella of lighters and accessories. What do you think? It's a a pound anyway. Maybe maybe more. Yeah. This is the Black Label Intimidator. It features. I'm intimidated. Two, not one, but two bullet punches yeah. with two ring gauges flipping out on the side. Now you say, to, you say, well, I'm not a bullet punch guy. It's nice for an emergency, but yeah. well, I got a torpedo. I'm not bullet punching my torpedo. Don't worry. The folks at Black Label have you covered because they have a flip-out $40 cigar scissors that yeah, flips out on the bottom. So what, what is this? This is like Hang the, on. Yeah, go ahead. I'm not done. This is the largest tank. That can be bought on a lighter that yes. could possibly go in your pocket. This is not so big that you couldn't fit it in your pocket. Four jets on the top. You are never going to refill this thing. It holds at least a third of can of butane. This is the lighter that James Bond would use. You well, run out of bullets? I feel like this you is throw this at someone. That Q should give us. There should be like a taser built into yes. it. A little remote control that you can drive your car with. The Swiss Army would be happy with <laughs> yes, they would with a lighter like this. They're jealous, right? The, now. the entire army of the Swiss Swiss people would be happy with a lighter. We have a big <laughs> contingency in Swiss, so just be careful what you say about them. We're big overseas, fellas. <laughs> yeah, right. It's the Black Label Intimidator. It retails for sixty nine ninety nine. It looks like it's going to be three hundred dollars oh, all day God. long. Sixty nine ninety nine for a action packed, function packed. Tabletop lighter. Probably $50 a pound. Heidi, I want this in my stocking at Christmas. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It certainly does not look to be $69. No, it does not. No. And if you're going away, all you need is to fill it and bring it with you. We got got roughly 15 per store, five per color. They come in uh, regular chrome, gunmetal, and then this uh, blackish color. Uh, We got them in. And I wanted to feature it on the show. We weren't in this shop last week. Yeah. We're down to the last three in this store. They sell that fast. Wow. Wow. That's that. That's cool. Very cool lighter. Very cool lighter. So here we go there. Okay, Barry, let's do a little recap of um, the wedding itself. Okay. uh, Which, by the way, happened to be the most perfect weather day Mm. of the year. No doubt about it. Because when we started following the weather... It said 30-mile-an-hour winds, Hang on. You rain. started following the weather 60 days before the yes. event happened. That's <laughs> yes, you did. unrealistic. And I had to post every update to annoy Heidi possible. But it worked out. We wound up not setting up the tent. We just went with, oh, you know. Absolutely It was perfect. gorgeous. Yeah. Blue skies. 
The only, the only hot place was where we were exactly yes. doing the show <laughs> under Baking in the Sun. That was the only place. It's funny. Me and Jonathan were kind of in the shade, and you and Chuck were kind of in the sun. Well, I was kind of in your shade. So we go. I, I had people coming up to me. What's up with the umbrella, Michael Jackson? Over. We can make fun of them and everything right now. So uh, for us to arrive. That would be you, Dave. Uh, excuse me? No, excuse Dave, me? Dave showed up five minutes before you. He absolutely did not show up five well, he minutes walked in the back. Me. He walked, walked in the backyard back Carrying all did. my stuff as you were muddling around. With your breakfast sandwich or whatever you were going on with at the time. I arrived first, and you know it. So we pull up around the corner. We pull up to the last light, and there he is in front of me. And I'm like, how can I get around him? (laughs) How can I get around him? The light's going to change. And I'm thinking, how can I keep him behind me? And then he sees me. He sees me. Oh, I beeped. I beeped. I saw you so far before that. (laughs) Why do you think I came in so hot to that light? So he did end up pulling up, but I grabbed... I had the speaker, and I had a couple of uh, the table. I grab it. I walk into my arm, and I walk in the back. Oh, that's what took me so long. I had to carry the box that Chuck's stuff was in. There we go. So he got technically to the backyard before I was, but I carried more weight than he did. The first person I saw was Dave, but kudos to Jonathan, because we didn't put the tablecloths on any of the tables. We were worried about the morning dew, making them wet and what have you. Jonathan jumped right in, grabbed some tablecloths, helped us set the tables. So kudos to Jonathan. Devin here right there. Yep. There we go. Yep. Who, uh, who got the most loaded? Um, I will not name the person who got the most loaded. Pete? Was it Pete? I will not deny that it was Pete. Was it Pete? Yeah, I will not deny that. He's listening. I think he's still hung over. <laughs> he's listening. I thought Pete didn't drink at all. That, I, I thought he was a non-drinker. I think he just stopped snorting cocaine. Oh, is that I it? I think that's what he oh, stopped doing. Right. He still drinks from time to time. Okay. Uh, best dancer? Uh, that would be Auntie Sue. Heidi's mm. aunt, who has uh, Alzheimer's and dementia, yes. but she was dancing every chance she got. <laughs> she was dancing at the table. She was standing up dancing. Who? She was dancing with Pete? She was dancing with Pete. Yep. Yeah, which was the most drunk. Yep. Yes, and at one time Pete went, I'll show that lady a good time, and she was standing right next there to him. There we go. He didn't care. Thank <laughs> God she has the dementia going on. Yeah, she <laughs> forgot it 20 minutes <laughs> <Yeah>. later. <laughs> um, and did you have an Elaine there, a worse dancer? That so. would be me. Yeah. Oh, brutal. Did you dance? I had the first dance with Heidi. Yeah. Oh, nice. I kept saying, is it over yet? Is it over yet? Is it over yet? Did not want to be doing that. But I did it. Did you dance on the grass or did you go into the... On uh, the grass. Okay. What was your song? It was uh, You're My Number One by Enrique Iglesias. Nice. Originally, Heidi wanted it to be uh, You're My Shooting Star or something. Shining Star. And we wound up going with a little bit of a Latin flair. By the Manhattans? One of my favorite songs. Yeah, one of my favorite songs. We wound up going with Enrique. Enrique. Can't, can't take Miami out of me. All right. Um, it, very interesting. Very interesting wedding, an outdoor wedding, um, informal, which made it all the much more comfortable, to yeah. be honest with I, you. I said it was a barbecue that we just happened to get married at. Yeah. That's the way I looked at it. We had the roast pig. And you, and Chicken you had, for yourself. You had her friends. You had your friends. You had mixed friends. You had Co-workers. family people. And yeah. yeah. So there's always somebody, the last guy. It's over. It's time to go home. Everybody else is gone. There's one guy left. He doesn't leave. 
That that would be Chuck Morris. Here we go. <laughs> Chuck Troop. stood the until last the very end. You mean I have to leave? My brother-in-law <laughs> had a huge man crush on Chuck because Chuck works for the Patriots. <laughs> it was I great. Was, You're at a fire pit. It was a nice fall evening. Uh, Chuck, you were the most surprising to me at all because mm-hmm. when I was going to leave, yeah. you were still there. And I go, I cannot believe to myself that Chuck is still here. I thought you were going to go through the formalities and, geez, I got things yeah. to do. I'll see you later. You travel the furthest. Right. I got the hall pass from the wife, Dave. That's a very okay. rare issue. So and you, you had to get up at like 6 o'clock in the morning True. the next day to drive down for the pass. I wasn't him back. I mean, I was having a few adult beverages, <laughs> but I was not Pete. I mean, who I was <laughs> yeah, or whoever that was, it won't be nameless Pete. The key is to mix yeah. some water. You mix in some waters, some sodas. Mm-hmm. What are you drinking? Rum and Coke. Meanwhile, it's just soda. Now you got a you got Whoa, 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 whoa. Who was the first one to leave, Barry? Uh, that would be the person to my left. <laughs> That's Mr. Jonathan. Oh. First to leave, last to leave. And I was someplace in the in between, so we had a perfect balance. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Jonathan in his defense though did have a gig. Yeah, he had to go cover for another DJ that mm-hmm. couldn't make something. So Well, this wouldn't be the cigar authority without talking about food. We didn't even talk about the the, the, the pig. The biggest pig in the room. Yes. <laughs> Awesome. Wait a minute. What room? Oh, there was no room. That's right. It was outdoors. Uh, I thought we were referring to this room no, right no. here. I, I got nervous. No, no, no. That pig, we had a nice pig roast berry going on. The, the meat was tender. It was delicious. It was well-seasoned. Those guys were not messing around. Oh, no. That was good. We had the chicken for Dave. Yep. When, when I pulled up, they were already going. Yeah. yeah. It was already yeah, done. you got to start those things early. They got there at 8.30 in the morning. Wow. Wow. So when it was ready at three or something, it takes that long. Yeah. Right? Do yeah. they slice out slips of bacon for you, or do you just have to find that part of the pig yourself? Well, they, we're given a skin, which is probably the closest to bacon, in my opinion. Um, I don't know what part of the meat, the pig, the bacon comes from. I believe that it is the, along the spine. Okay. No, then they did not give us actual bacon strips. It's not like you, this is hamburger, this is the syrup. Is it? Yeah, it's like the, that. Yeah. A pig this is, is the, the same way. This, yeah, this is, is where the, the pork bacon chops. comes yes. from. This is where the bacon comes from. This is the oh, shoulder. Really? Yep. I thought bacon was a thing of the way they pasteurize it, or dry it out, and salt it, and no, well, that's part of it. it. The process they is they take it is out right. of that strip where yeah. the along either side because, of the spine because prosciutto is the leg, right? Right. Correct. It's closest to bacon there is going to be. Not really. No. Unless no? you fry it real crispy. It's a different flavor. I, See, I don't. I don't know my 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 pork products. See, I'm so at all. surprised you don't like pork. That really just blows my mind. No, it it, the, it really grosses me out. What happened? And nothing worse than the entire whole pig. That's the ultimate of Why, disgust. David? What's going on? Because that's the bother of of the, the pork chop to begin with. Is yeah. it used to be that thing? Yeah. You know. Well, my my now my niece through marriage. She's a total vegan. Yes. So it killed her that yeah. a pig was being roasted in her driveway. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No, I, I never went over to it. You know, had it. it. No. And people were going over, taking pictures with it and all that, and I'm like grossed out by it. No kidding. Yeah. When, when they got there, I helped them put it in the, uh, in the smoker. Okay. I slapped its ass. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you admit it. Yeah, I gave you it a nice You weren't married yet, so no. you can yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's not cheating. No, I slapped the pig around. Best dress, Dave? Probably Mr. Jonathan. Yeah. He had the bow tie, tie. the suit. Yeah. Yep. Very, yep. Socks. Informal tucks. I was going to a place where uh, called uh, this fundraiser for Chad. Uh, It's a children's cancer thing where they help kids get off drugs and 
that are having kids and they help care for the kids that are drug addicted or whatever that is. And I got a chance to meet Billy Costa from Kiss 108. Oh, really? You want to talk about a guy that can work a room. He must have brought in $100,000 if he brought in a penny wow. on the auction. Nice. Great. Get, came in with some extra free stuff that he would put in in between, and he's getting bidding wars going and developing. This was the most amazing part. Developing personal relationships with the bidders as it's going on. They became his friend. He walked right over with the mic, introduced himself to him. Quick interview with that person. Nice. Okay, and now this guy's at 5000 So, Fred, you want to go six? And then, of course, Fred goes six. And now he's standing next to this guy, and he's like, Fred just went six. You know what? I think we have two of these. We can split them. If you both go seven, you each get one. And just nuts. So you learned something? Oh, it was great. There we go. It was nice. great. It's I didn't nice. get my picture taken with him. That's what I wanted. But Yeah, it's nice working with a pro. Now, I've known Billy Costa since I was a DJ, and he was a DJ. We both worked nightclubs, and he worked a nightclub on, on Route 1 in Saugus. And if my club got out early, I would go down to there and catch the last hour of him or something. And it was, it was no big deal because he was just the same exact yep. as what I did, and that was it. Then got a gig at a radio station, and that was 25 years ago. I mean, these guys, my God, give it up. Oh, you know, he's, it's, he can't give it up. He's that good. Oh, my God. Really, a lot of, a lot of years that, you know, you, you'd think, and it's still a pop station, that the kids got younger. Right. Barry Stein, right? They, right. they still yeah. get younger. And, uh, what station was it then, Dave? Do you remember? Kiss now, 108. It's always right, been Kiss Now, think about this. We, 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 I worked at BOS, which was the other disco station yeah. in Boston. It was actually number one, and then Kiss came and beat it and, and destroyed it. So check this out. BOS, pretty much. I mean, it's still there, but yeah. different format, different program. Yes. BCN, when I was growing up, was what? the station. Yeah. No more. Go gone. On. Gone. Um, 94.5, the zoo at one point, sure. you know, yeah. gone. Yeah. All these stations. You know what the number one station is in Boston right now? Is it KISS? ROR. ROR, yeah. Which is an oldie station. Which is classic rock, isn't it? Yeah, I would say. Yeah. Oldies rock or whatever. Um, now, why would it be? Why wouldn't it be pop? Because I, I younger people. What is this? What they go to their phone for their That's music. That's it. They're not going to radio. Yeah. Old people go to radio, so pop's going to, uh, is, is not going to win anymore. It's going to be. People like me that actually listen to the radio. Yeah. You know, so that's a change there. That's so interesting. How about aging room? We haven't had this aging room in quite a while. Remember when Love it first it. came out? A little, bit of, a little bit of spice. There's some subtle oak. 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 I remember this being more full-bodied. I think it has calmed down. It's been a give while. It, give it a little bit. Yeah, it's picking up. It's starting to pick up a little bit. Just going back to the wedding really quick, I just want to give a public thank you to Michael Howe. Who uh, he made this custom wood cigar with the bands that were featured on the Hammer and Sickle cigars at my wedding, and he made these Christmas ornaments shaped like a cigar with the band. Oh, oh cool. nice! You'll have it forever. Really awesome. And he also did a pull chain for a ceiling fan. And uh, Estevan Zamaran, who sent us three bottles of really rare wine. Nice. Drink them. One of them. Okay. Can I drink one the other one the tomorrow? Anniversary? Oh, tomorrow? Tomorrow. You've got to save it for the anniversary. <laughs> and then we'll save the last bottle for our first anniversary. Or the first time you're out of regular alcohol. Yes. All right. We're having a disagreement here right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm going dis- to interject. <laughs> you, you well, see- we smoked one before we got married. We're going to smoke one now that we're married. It's and wine, we'll- Bubba. I mean, drink. drink. It. Drink and then it. we'll enjoy the big bottle on our first anniversary. Nah, see, I think you have to hold it okay. up for like 10 years. So, when we move. When we, so, so we've we move, already We're moving in the first, in sometime this year, hopefully, maybe early next year. So, that's bottle number two? So, that'll be bottle number two. So, all right. What so we just I, witnessed. I, I'm with 
you. I'm with you you're, exactly. You're, you're co-signing this? The, nope. jab, the jab just got established, and it yes. wasn't by Barry. That's it. He failed to put his foot down. You didn't, we witnessed now, this. This just happened right here. <laughs> but it was a brilliant idea. I will give her credit for that. Yeah, she, however way you want to spin this Barry Stein. She put her foot down, and you said okay and immediately. And this just happened. No On argument. Instagram, there'll be a picture of me drinking that bottle tomorrow. Oh, yeah, okay. So <laughs> as a disc jockey, when I used to do weddings, and they're going to cut the cake, I used to say, okay, uh, have the bride hold, hold the knife. Now you, the, the groom, put your hand over. Yeah. over her hand, yeah. and then they start taking pictures and stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, I want everybody to witness this. We're taking pictures right now. This is the last time the groom will have the upper hand. And <laughs> then they would cut the cake, and boom, and 99% of the time it's true. Yeah, it's uh, always yeah. true. And now we have just witnessed the switch over. Yeah, it just happened. <laughs> just happened, because you were talking all, <laughs> kinds of, all kinds of smack before the yeah. show started about how yeah, your, it's your jab had been established, and now... It turns out it hasn't. It's been. You get a little win one every now and then. All right, we'll All see. Right. Okay. I see the look in her eye. Next you year will we're never have this win again. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> see, this is how, like, they say sex ends after marriage. I'm proving why it ends after marriage. <laughs> so you got gifts from listeners. Gifts from listeners. Isn't that nice? Yeah. Awesome. Michael Howe and Estevan Zamoron. Okay. And it wasn't, it wasn't in the form of a uh, snack. No. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> Which is good. It, we got some snacks at the break. I saw. Yeah, yeah, I see that. First time I have ever witnessed those in my life. All right. We've this, mentioned them on the show, but well, I mentioned never, we talked, we talked never about seen last them last week. This is the zebra cake. There they are. And this is not by Hostess. This is by Little Debbie. Little Debbie for breakfast treat. Maybe they're going to want to be a sponsor. For, <laughs> uh, I'll take them. It, it, we, we this, this racial problem that's happening in the United States right now, I say look to the zebra cake. This is the, the, the blend of the chocolate and the vanilla, the white and the black together in harmony. Let's coexist. And let's all coexist. Peacefully. And this that is, would make one hell it. of a bumper sticker. Coexist, and you got a zebra cake there. Zebra cakes <laughs> by Little Debbie. Do they make a reverse one where you have the chocolate icing and then the, maybe the vanilla frosting striped over the top? Yeah, more like a cupcake. With a, with yeah. a chocolate. Well, Not that I know of. Hostess That'd be the better that. one. No, they're twin-wrapped, which means two, two per serving. Now this is coming right this off is what should concern you right off the bat. Yeah, the price for the entire box. I don't know. Dollar ninety nine. How do you know that? How could you possibly How do you know that? put that? How do you know in that? your body? How do you know that? Because it's written right oh. there. <laughs> oh, a dollar ninety nine. So for a dollar for dollar ninety nine, you get ten of them, and this is something you're going to put in your body. It's not wholesome. It's sugar. It's preservatives. It's crap. So 19 cents a candy, if my man. man there we is go. Correct. It's a little snack. 19.9 cents. You want it to be more expensive, you feel better about it. That's if why it was you, more expensive, I would feel better. Right. That's why when he goes into the supermarket and he buys the organic carrots and the organic this yeah. and the organic that, he's got it, and he brings the stuff up here, and he's got all the organic stuff. $150. I'm only making one soup. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And you've been scammed. You've been scammed. It all comes so from you're the ground. saying what I should do is reach out to Nikolai Volkov, who was generous enough. You ever enough. plant a zebra cake tree? <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever done it? Does that work? It does. First of all, first of all, I don't believe for one second <laughs> yes. that he would waste a perfectly good zebra cake and bury it in the ground to see if it grows good into point. a tree. Good point. So let's consider the source here. They take about four years, and then you get a whole pack of ten. <laughs> Did you get has that? to go through multiple seasons. You, has you, what you have to do is you have to uh, pollinate the flower with a ding-dong. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Now you're starting to understand the whole thing. That's something yeah. that should have come out of my mouth. I was using go. double entendre, though. 
All right. So any any funny stories at the wedding? Um, only the hitting on Auntie Sue, not realizing yeah. she was standing there. But and we'll leave it at that. Well, Heidi's got some great friends. Your friends were a lot of fun. Yeah. A lot of fun yeah. and a lot of help. They seemed very yeah. into jumping in, helping in yeah. any way they could. You had a good group there. Yeah. At the end of the night when it was time to uh, break down the wedding, uh, like 8 o'clock, we're around the, the fire. I was like, all right, it's time to break down. Chuck jumps down. He starts taking 10 chairs at a time and stacking them up. By the time I turn around, everything's done. Nice. Chuck. Freaking awesome. He's Gentleman Chuck Morrison. He is. He is debonair. Eddie was and, helping out. Let's not exclude people. There's yeah, a lot. Of, yeah. A lot of people helping out. Ed stayed till the end, too? He was there late, yeah. Yeah, wow. Ed stood till about 8.30 or so. All right. He showed a couple of kids in, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It was a long day. We left before Chuck. Wow. Of course. You <laughs> are the guy that Come didn't on. leave. Yeah. You are the guy. I'm like I don't, know if that's, my, I don't know if that's a good thing at no. that point. My brother in law My brother-in-law wanted yeah. him to sleep over. He says you're an hour closer to Foxborough. Stay here tonight. There, there, there was a definite man crush going yeah, on there. Yeah, I was going fine on. to drive. He's probably, he's a good, he's probably good you didn't sleep over. Yeah. yeah. Could yeah. have been accosted. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I'll have to go back. Yeah. All right. I got some cinnamon spice happening here. It is picking up a yeah. lot, and the nose is happening. It's starting to, it's starting to happen. You guys that are... You're smoking along with us, you're seeing it. It's starting to build you up. You ever have meatloaf with uh, yes. barbecue sauce over the top yes. of it? So uh, go on the sweeter side of barbecue sauce, maybe like a pineapple-based barbecue sauce with just a hint of cinnamon and nutmeg sprinkled over the top, and that's what I'm picking up on this. It's a meaty smoke. Not bad. With sweetness. Yeah. A little Smoky spice. barbecue sauce. I'm going to agree with Dave. I'm getting a little canel in this. It's, it's enjoyable. What's canel? That's the French word for C. I, since I can't say the C word, ah. and I'm now Bellavo, I'm just going to go with Canel. Right. I can pronounce it, and it fits my last name. I'm getting like a red wine. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I think that song was played during Barry's wedding. Might have been. UB40. Yep. <laughs> there, was, there was some great music, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, yeah Barry, you created these playlists ahead of time. Yes. And tell, tell the listeners what you did, because I learned this staying late. You learned this, this type of information. Uh, okay. You had a playlist for, like, each different event throughout the day. So I created a playlist for the pre-ceremony, and then the, the playlist for the ceremony itself. I think I want to marry you with the wedding march. Then there was the food playlist, and then there was the hopefully everybody will get up and dance playlist. And then you had the fire pit playlist. And then there was the fire pit sing-along playlist. Do we mention that um, the um, Pete kind of broke the um, your mother's um, the scooter? scooter. Oh, that's right. They I totally ended up forgot that. You ended up fixing it. You took it apart in front of everybody in a wedding dress. Yeah. Pretty wild. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. The body comes off like this. Bump yeah. the handles went down. And you take the battery out, recharge the thing. I'm like, wow. We all lost our man card on that one. <laughs> yeah. She is, her mother had gotten up to go inside and use the facilities, and Pete decided to jump on the scooter. Drive up, up the hill. hill. Drive up a hill, and it yeah. stopped working. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, oh, and I go, Pete, those are so expensive. Oh, my God, it's going to be that he was oh, it's sick. it's all right. It's good. He it's all sick. right. This happens. It's, it's not supposed to do that. Yeah. <laughs> then, uh, then after it started going, he goes, okay, that's it. I'm, I'm good. Oh. This just in. Yes. Uh, our good friend Chuck Berry writes yes. uh, via uh, a message here. That uh, the zebra cake was the most productive commentary on race in weeks. Put Dave on CNN. There we go. <laughs> yeah. it, it is true because we can live together. The zebra cake proves that, that we can live together as one. 
and go. I don't. I don't know if uh, Little Debbie had that in mind when I, they, I she think produced they should. the Ziba cake. I'm going to find out, and if they don't, I think they should. <laughs> and this could be something that all these people marching and stuff. You march with the zebra cake. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're going to be, be too busy something. eating the zebra cake. I think cakes. I got something. They're going to have a stomach ache, and they won't be marching. No stomach ache. You're going to have a zebra cake at the break. I'm not eating a you zebra cake. To. You have to. You have to break down. You have Come to on. Do stop with this trying to live forever thing. It's like the my kids. Take a bite. Just have one bite. That's for broccoli. That is not <laughs> for, for <anything>. confections. <laughs> it's okay to not eat the cake. It's no, it not okay not. to not eat the broccoli. No, it's, no. it's cohesiveness. It's, it's a collective yeah. effort oh, here. And, We're a team. It, it was this bachelor party. We're all having whoopie pies. Everybody's having a good time and saying, oh, my God. And you say, no, I'm not going to touch it. That's why people hate you. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. That's why. It's not, it's not no, my over-the-top opinions <laughs> or, or weird flavors. It's because I won't eat the zebra cake. <laughs> yes. Are you saying that if I eat the zebra cake that we're going to stop getting all this hate mail? Well, well I don't know if that will happen. But it'll, you, you'll go towards the right direction. You've got to kind of fit in a little bit sometimes. So <sighs> let's go to break. And when we come back, remember, um, we smoked two cigars a week, two weeks ago. And um, for Cigar Journal, and we did the blind test. We never gave the results of that. Because last week was Barry's wedding, and we right. never said what it was. So I'm looking at it, and I said, we have the information on this. We never shared it with you of what that cigar was, because we rated it pretty damn high. So the blind taste test results of that cigar when we returned and how we rated it, uh, we had a computer error and received lots of emails. Uh, all of a sudden found a ton Whoa. of emails, yeah. so we're going to blow through some of those. Uh, they, we, we didn't slight you. We just actually didn't get them until now. It's a little Hillary Clinton thing. We thought we deleted them, but we didn't. <laughs> just going into politics here. Uh, we're going to do a lightning round of that and uh, lots more. So you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. You know, some football players today remind me of Cuban cigars. They're weaker, they talk too much, and they don't pack the same punch they used to. Take it from Mike Ditka, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold, and check out the new Camacho Corojo line of smokes. Built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light. For there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Series is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. How? What about, it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next? How about good to the last draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear yesteryear really that's right bixby but yeah it costs around five bucks each indeed well sir people don't really need a slogan they don't no sir then what do they need five bucks and a comfortable chair 
five bucks and a comfortable chair genius meet the perfect cigar to share with friends brick house by jc newman handmade in nicaragua with a fine havana subido wrapper brick house starts out earthy and crisp and burns well rounded and smooth nothing stands the test of a good time like a brick house for more visit brickhousecigars.com i want to talk to you today about my friend glenn case from christoph cigars i've known him for many years Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand, Kristoff, was pissed off, I was surprised. Kristoff cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Kristoff is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet. But then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes. Four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the Pissed Off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Hi, guys. This is Omar the Frias, owner of Fratello Cigars, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority, the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And we are back live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios. You're listening to the Cigar Authority. Did I mention the 2016 Ambassadors of Cigars? In a weekly broadcast now over six years running about cigars and the nonsense surrounding them. Do you remember a couple of weeks ago we rated a blind cigar for Cigar Journal? Well, we got the results. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. That was my, one of my favorite things to do is all <clears throat> sit here and discuss how we were all going about doing the tasting and figuring out what score we were going to give it. I thought it, was, I thought it was fascinating radio. And then Barry took it a, a step further, and he actually made a list, a, a, um, a chart, basically, right. a continuing chart, so that we'll all, after we get the information and stuff, we give them all our answers, not to skew anybody. Everybody's right. already done. Mm-hmm. We sent everything in. He puts it all together, and we, then we can start looking at future uh, issues. Yeah, of, of how. And what I think we have here is I think me and you are pretty lined up. Yep. And I think Barry and, and Derek. Derek is pretty lined up how they taste us. We're not far away from each other. If it's a good cigar, it's a good cigar. If it's a bad cigar, it's a bad cigar. But they're very, very similar, mm. and we're very similar. I mean, well, we you'll both see. we have a similar <clears throat> flavor profile, and Barry and Derek have a fil- mm. very similar flavor profile. The only curiosity I have is where, uh, let's say, someone like Derek prefers a fuller-bodied cigar. Does a milder cigar get hurt by that? You got to try not to do that. Right. Yeah. That's how I do it. Anyway. Right. right. Same just here. because I it's just because I'm it. getting my head is spinning and I got to put sugar in my mouth to yeah. kind of bring myself back down, I try to evaluate it based on all right. This is a full bodied cigar. How should a full bodied cigar perform? Right. Yes. Are sure. there changes? Is it interesting? Some people make cigars that are just strong all the way through. It's one flavor. It's one dimensional. That would get a lower score than something that even though I'm miserable while I'm smoking it, it goes through the different flavor changes, and there's an interesting characteristic to it. What's interesting is going to be the next cigar we smoke uh, in the, after the next break, and we're going to see how we all perform and, and 
Yeah, it'd be, the, be the first for me. I'm, I'm not, not happy. I love this. Nick Melillo, but I'm not looking forward to it. All right, we'll see what ends up happening there. But you gotta, we got to, again, put our hat on and, and try to enjoy it or, or rate it or rank it the way that somebody that would like this. The same goes for big ring gate cigars. Yeah. I've gone through Cigar Journal, big, big, thick ring gate cigars, and I go, oh, I end up saving them for last. I just keep pushing. Mm-hmm. You go to the ones you think you're going to like the most. First or last? It, it depends on the day. If I'm in yeah. a really, really good mood, I'll tend to smoke something that I don't think I'm going to like. Okay. If my mood's a little bit off, I'm going to smoke something that looks like I like okay. it to try to correct my mood. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm very much right down the middle. I go I back go back and forth between the ones that look like they're going to be strong and the ones that are going to look like they're going to be mild. And very interesting you say that because we tell consumers all the time, don't look at a cigar and assume it's strong. Right. We know if it's strong or not, but we don't know with this. But I do the same, that I look at a dark cigar and I go, I'm going to put that aside. It's probably too strong. Wrong. Mm-hmm. And I know that's wrong to yep. look at it that way, but we automatically do that. Well, I don't, I don't make an assumption based on the strength, but I do try to bounce around so that I'm not loading myself up with, Let's face it, you're not going to have very many shade-wrapped cigars that are going to yeah. be powerhouses. Right. There's very few. So this is so, your version of stop and frisk. Kind of. Okay. Yeah. You profile. Yeah, I'm profiling. Why do we have to go there? It is, but you, t- you take it to the real world. Do you pro- I don't. Do you profile your cigars, or do you go to the zebra cake, which is where we should go, and we will at the next break? I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And Mr. Jonathan's eating a damn... <laughs> you are, man. You hit, Come He's on. He's eating a damn... They're small. They're 10 cents. They're little, right? They it's not going to kill you. The people watching Facebook Live are demanding that you eat a zebra cake. True. It makes me want to do it less, that they're demanding. <laughs> One guy's calling you a big kitty. Yeah. Use the word kitty. Thank you. But you know exactly what he means. But we know what he meant. <laughs> That's right. Meow. We all know what he means. So we're smoking the aging room, bin number one, part of the Cigar Authority care package. And um, the new Cigar Authority Care Packages went out for October, and um, I saw them they setting were it up. packaged yesterday. But yeah. you, you saw some things that maybe, if you paid attention to the pictures yeah. that you put on Facebook, I think you put Yeah, up. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Yeah. Um, what is this? What is that? And uh, that's one of the shows we're going to be doing, which is... What do we call the it? The unicorns. Unicorns. These are brands that not necessarily are coming out. Well, maybe they will, maybe they won't, but this is when we bought from manufacturers before the August 8th deadline. They either had to come out or never come out, so we bought a whole bunch of that stuff, and we say, what are we going to do with it? And we thought we would share that with the people on the care package, so people are going to get different cigars. They're going to be, what the heck is this? So on that show, there's going to be four of us that are going to be on the show. We're all going to smoke because we only sent four out, right? Right. There were four different ones. Yeah. So we didn't have have enough of one kind. Yeah. So we sent four different, each one of us on the smoking that for the first time ever. And maybe the last time ever. Who knows? So everybody got three of the same cigars, but that fourth cigar, 25% of the people got one cigar, 25% of different cigars, so on and so forth. So it's the White Whale episode. The white, the white whales. Possibly. I mean, these things could come out. It'll be interesting to see if they do come out or what they end up doing. But uh, uh, I just came back from Florida yesterday. FDA has made a big impact, impact on Florida already uh, as far as receiving um, samples and uh, age thing and everything. They're freaking out down there. It, it is. Well, that is the epicenter of cigars yes. in the United States. They, they are panicked at this point. 
And these, a lot of these people are panicked because they weren't there at the very beginning and see it coming and try to fight to make it happen. It's new to them. And they're in complete panic uh, of these certain people that didn't do anything about it. The people that have been there watching along the way knew this was coming, prepared for it and everything. Um, so we're, we're, as much as it hurts us all, uh, a little more prepared for it because we got ready for it. But uh, it was interesting stepping away away from this area yeah. and going there during this time. And then you see that the panic that has is, that is struck. Um, not only panic, but you, we're seeing, and we briefly talked about it, and I don't know if you have it in your um, um, things to talk about in the, in the news today, but uh, prices have started. Price increases have begun. And uh, we're going to see a lot of that. It's already happening because as of October 1st, they have to start paying into this. User fee. And I told, as we were fighting this, that I'm fighting for not only because I'm a cigar retailer, but I'm telling you I'm really fighting for the end user, the consumer, yeah. because when it comes down to it, you are paying the user fee, not the manufacturer. The manufacturer is going to charge me. Then I'm going to charge you, and that's how it's going to go. And unfortunately, it always comes down. Crap flows downhill, right? Mm -hmm. And the last guy at the end, the guy that's actually making the purchase, is paying 100% of it. So that's why CRA, Cigar Rights of America. It's so vital. Yeah. yeah. Cigarrights.org. Yeah. Join. $35. Join. They need it. God. Now more than ever. Do it. Yeah. Do so it. we'll see. So uh, thank you to Cigar Journal, Reinhold, and the whole gang there at, at, at um, Cigar Journal. Um, they um, gave us the award for the Ambassadors of Cigars. We uh, did our little acceptance speech via um, the Internet. We sent them a little video of our acceptance speech. Uh, the trophy is on the way. We're actually, Nick Perdomo picked it up for us, mm. and Nick's uh, bringing it to us at our anniversary party on Wednesday. And, uh, awesome. A winner of one of the awards yeah. himself. Yeah. But carrying it all the way back from Germany for us. Isn't, isn't he nice? Very debonair. Yeah. So um, one of the things we do is we, we taste cigars, and we did one of them live for you two weeks ago. And it was uh, number 1641, which doesn't mean a lot to everybody else, but the it will be, That's the, a cigar that will go down in infamy. Here we go. It was, uh, I believe, 25 of us. Uh, we were four of them. 25 people did it, uh, blind, blind test, and sent their results into it. We did. And um, we also guessed what cigar it was. So uh, one of us rated it a 91 and said it was Hamlet. Do you remember who that was? That would be me, and I think I should get partial credit for a correct answer. All right. We'll see. We'll I'll see. I'll explain that if necessary. It is very necessary <laughs> uh, because yes. I don't see where you get any credit for that except for uh, you rated a 91, which was actually a low rating um, for um, 93, which is what I rated it as, a 93, and I said it was the Sereno. I don't believe that's accurate. Because you wrote... I believe oh, I said it was Serena. Oh, and I agreed. I thought that was actually a, a great uh, okay. choice. Um, I wrote it in 93. I rated it in 93 and said something made by Casa Fernandez. Right. Casa Fernandez. And... Derek rated it in 91 and had no guess. No guess. No guess. He was afraid to guess. So we averaged out at a 92. So what was it, Barry? What was that cigar? It was... The Oscar by Oscar Valderas. 
who used to work for Rocky Patel, who knew Tamlin. Yes, he did. So I think I get like a quarter percent, yeah. a quarter point go. for that. Because he, yeah. he used to work for the guy? <laughs> yes, yeah. of course. There's a connection. Here we go. I don't it's know like six mind. degrees of separation. <laughs> That's Kevin Bacon. Okay. Doesn't work for cigars. And it's three degrees. Now, this is not to be confused with Leaf by Oscar. Right. Oh, it's not, it's not the same guy. This is an Oscar. This is the same guy. It's Oscar, but not Leaf, by, Leaf Oscar. by Oscar. This is Oscar by Oscar, right? Yep. I can tell us a little bit about Please. it if you want. I do. The Oscar has a few similarities to Leaf by Oscar. One, it's made in the same factory. And two, the cigar is partially wrapped in tobacco where instead is the of factory? cello. Where is the factory? Honduras. I okay. Uh, but that's where the similarity ends, and the latter may not remain as Jim Robinson, Island Jim, has trademarked a cigar wrapped in tobacco. The Oscar by Oscar Valadares is distributed by Oscar Valles Tobacco and Company and is blended by Bayron Dorati at the factory. It well, who the hell is Oscar then? The <laughs> owner of the factory. Okay. So let me ask you this. So he wrapped it. His, he, he's leafed by Oscar, by Oscar. Right. Distributed by Island, Island Jim. Jim. So Oscar went on his own. On his own. Oh, my God. There might be a little tension here. Yeah, yes. Is there? Uh, one would Trouble, assume because here Oscar comes out with the Oscar wrapped in a Candela tobacco leaf. Which is green, the, the green leaf, yeah. While Island Jim has trademarked a cigar wrapped in a tobacco leaf. Hmm. So uh, technically, Oscar Valadares is violating Island Jim's trademark. Is there a lawsuit here? Is there that I don't know. Oh, boy. Ah. I reached out to a lawyer but didn't get a Did response. Did you ever smoke the cigar before? No, that was the first time Me on the too. show. Me too. Me I too. never smoked a cigar before. I thought it was great. Yeah. It was great. What's uh, the availability on this cigar? I don't, I don't know. So you, we wouldn't get that from Island Jim's company. Correct. You would have to get it through Oscar Valadares Tobacco and Company, and it's available in three sizes, 11-count boxes, and it retails for 11, 12, and 13. 11-count boxes? Crazy. Yes. Odd. It was, so, a, it was a great cigar. Eleven dollar yeah. robusto. Ninety two, you said across the board. Yeah. Yeah, and I w- and, and that again is just us four. Yeah. Now, Cigar Journal is going to take our four and twenty one other people, and they're going to take the highest rating, throw it away. Yeah. Take the lowest rating, throw it away, and then they're going to divide these, and they're going to take little notes from each one of us, and they're going to put it in. I look forward to the next issue, every issue, um, to See look what at the notes. How many of your yeah. notes? Make My it notes in. and what what? So I end up saying it was a ninety three. And I end up seeing it ends up coming in at a 93 or a 92. I've actually never been more than two points off either way. So Interesting. I'm, I'm thinking fe- to myself, okay, I kind of got it right, yeah. I guess. And I am very skimpy on giving out high ratings. Yeah. 93 is a high, high rating for me. I don't know. Do you consider 93, a, a 92 a high rating? 93 or above, I would consider a higher rating for Yeah, me. it's pretty big. Yeah. I mean, we, I gave one cigar the last taste, and I think I gave it a 94 or 95. Really? I think my highest is 96. Wow, really? Okay, so we'll end up seeing how that ends up playing out, and this will continue when the when Cigar Journal comes out. We'll... Well, we'll all flick right to that page to right. see what ends up happening on there. But, and we uh, got an email from Cigar Journal that the next batch of cigars is headed yes, our way. Yes, right. So, right to go again. Yeah. And you, you saw us for one hour go through that process. I promise you, they send me 20 cigars. It's 20 hours. It's a lot of work. And, Minimum. And I can't, Minimum. Do, I can't do much in between right. while I'm smoking the cigar. Barry's pretty good. He can do two things at once. That I see that he's doing a cigar and he's doing some work in the store. Every time I've done it, I end up put, the cigar goes out, 
I'm not paying attention. I have to stop what I'm doing, get back to it because I've, I've skipped the second, third, yep. you know, and oh my God, what the hell just happened? Time went by on me. You actually do it on the floor while you're working. Yeah. Well, I get the, I got my notes sitting right there and then, you know, between customers, I walk over and put a flavor. Yeah. I mean, listen, that's a great freedom to have to be able to do that. You know yeah. what I mean? So uh, let's get, let's, get yeah. so, let's plow through some mailbags. We don't have a lot of time in here, but let's plow through some because what happened is um, something happened to our server. There was some forwarding issue with the email sending it over to me, so there ended up being some emails stuck in the backlog. So okay. probably about 30 of them. All right. We're and, not going to uh, get to 30, but we'll get to a few here. All right. This was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com, and this is Patrick writing, Hello, gentlemen. Let me be first to say that I love the show and listen every week. My favorite segment is This Day in Classic History, brought to you by Classic Cigars, nice. which I love. However, the they, recent... They, they foo-fooed me on this a long time ago. They didn't like it. Oh, you're... I started this right there's, from the There's some foo-fooing okay. going on. All right. Oh, no. <laughs> Go ahead. However, their recent price increase broke my heart, which brings me to my point. Your segment intro still says they are all less than $3 per cigar, when the least expensive size is $3.59. How about we dismiss... With the false advertising litigation, ah. I'll settle for a year's supply of the classic Connecticut Churchill. Keep up the good work. And since Mr. Jonathan loves criticism, during the de- debonair segment, stop saying, wait for it. No. If you have to say it, you're not waiting for it. Ah. Oh, all right. Now, my right. answer to you, Patrick, is uh, I'll take that under consideration, the wait for it thing. <laughs> yeah. um, when you buy classic cigars, buy the box, which is how you should be buying them. The largest size, which you like, the Churchill is $2.99, making it less than $3 per cigar. By the box. By the, the box, box. You do get a discount on the box. A- the as you do on all, it's by the box. It's okay. a box of cigars. Even better. But okay. It's, right. it's time to revamp our commercials up anyway, right? Yeah, we've got to record when we do that. Yeah. Because that's gold. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, we're way better at reading the copy now, so it's not nearly as entertaining, I don't think. Well, I think what we need to do is... Incorporate <coughs> characters into the commercials, yeah. kind of like Florida Rain. Yeah, yeah. So you, hey, you guys can make, yeah. you yeah. can make fun <laughs> of my voices. <laughs> exactly. All right. Also submitted through the contact us page of thecigarauthority.com. Joe writes, "Hey guys, my name is Joe Grow. I work for Vince at B and B Cigars in Philadelphia, and I'm an event coordinator for Cigars for Warriors." Just put out a press release discussing the impact of FDA regulations on troop donations. Uh, currently, the House of Representatives. Uh, response and a call for donations. Can I email it to you guys and possibly post it on your website so we can get the word out? Thank you. Uh, it is illegal to do. Oh, really? Still. It is still illegal. It says it was illegal. I know there was a big pushback once we announced to everybody it's illegal to give for cigar companies to give to the troops, a consumer, mm-hmm. maybe differently. It's, a, it's certainly illegal for us to do it. The fine is $10,000. The second fine is three months in jail. I'm not up for it. Jonathan said he would not take one for the team and do it because he would be the poster child of, uh, of the I facility. The, I would be the bitch. Yeah. So, the bitch. But <laughs> unfortunately it is. I know Casty Casta has filed something. Um, my belief is that it's going nowhere. By the way, that's what it looks like. Yeah, it doesn't look like it's, it doesn't look like good news. I hope it is. Well, because that, that would be our loophole. We'd be able to find right. a way in, and they don't want to give us a way in. Yeah, right. but we're watching. We're watching it. I'm surprised we haven't heard anything on the agriculture FY17 yet, which is the budget for the agricultural department for fiscal year 2017. And there's language in FY17 
that would give an exemption to premium cigars. They said that we would initially hear something about FY17 in September. Yes. We are almost up. September's almost over. Yeah, you well, know them. September by the government standards means November at the very earliest. Right. The day after the election, maybe. We'll mm-hmm. see. Well, real quick, speaking of watching, we, uh, we are being watched on Facebook Live. Yes, Another we are. Reminder. And uh, comments coming in, Dave. They, they like the shades. They like your glasses. Really? Yeah. Okay. I like I can see. Yeah. They're, they are trifocal. Three different views. I can I've see far away, mm-hmm. I can see mid, and I can see close yep. because I can't see any of them. We're in the same boat. I got the trifocus really? as well. No kidding. So it's a real, it's an age thing. Yeah. And, um, but they also will convert to sunglasses. What's yes. that called? Yeah, they it t- does that. Transition. Yeah. And when I put contacts in, I put one contact for mid-range and one for close. And when I drive, I can't see anything. And then I have other contacts that I wear for far away and for mid, but then I got to wear cheetahs to read. Yeah. And these ones, are all three. Awesome. And it's pretty cool. I don't have to do anything. And but I don't like glasses on. No, they look good though. Yeah. yeah so they really I, do. I don't know. For those watching, to me, I don't know if you ever seen the movie Point of No Return. And I've said it numerous times to Dave, but he looks like the cleaner from the Point of No Return. I've never seen. Never it. seen it. Yeah. I know the song. There was a movie with Bridget Fonda where she was recruited. She killed somebody, and she was recruited to be an assassin for the CIA. Now we're moving on to the movie authority. Okay. Following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Peter writes, hey, guys, I often listen to random older shows from the archive. And last night Don't I was go listening too deep. Don't go too far. to the episode that aired the week after Mr. J's infamous lighter episode. Dave said something along the lines of, even though a lot of people hated it, there's probably one or two that are into lighters and enjoy it. I am one of those few. It was a great presentation it was of good. a wealth of lighter knowledge, and I was actually super surprised that people who like cigars enough to listen to the show wouldn't also be into lighters enough to enjoy the material. Hmm. However, I loved it and felt compelled to write in, even though I'm sure this one won't make the cut because it's a nice one. And because he put that, I, yeah. let, I let Peter through. So it was a great one, actually. And it, that's one I will tell you to go by because we did a whole segment. You did a whole segment, yeah, yeah. basically, uh, on how to fix your broken lighter, how to refill the lighter. We do it for consumers every single day. So we actually showed everybody what we do. So if you've got a drawer or all broken lighters, grab that drawer, get a fresh can of butane, good stuff, and sit with your lighter and listen to the show and ghost all your lighters and ghost it, right? You'll see what that's all about in that episode. By the way, the cleaner was played by Harvey Keitel. Harvey Keitel. Okay. So you're channeling your inner Harvey Keitel. Harvey. 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 Okay. You got one more? Go ahead and squeeze it in. All right. The following message also submitted through the Contact Us page, and Ivan writes, so I was thinking of how y'all... He says, y'all. He does. Where's he from? Must be from Texas. Okay. Could do the Cigar of the Year in the future. Divide the sum of cigars into two months for the care package, so eight cigars uh, in total. With the voting information in the second month, just an idea. Keep up the good work. Barry, congratulations on your wedding. Thank you. Chuck, I'm not a Patriots fan, but I wouldn't be mad if you got a ring. Cowboy Nation. Must be from Texas. Texas. Uh, Mr. J, congrats on your DJ retirement, which hasn't completely happened yet, but thank you. And Mr. G, thank you for all of your hard work you do for us cigar smokers. Thanks. From Texas, Ivan. So I'm at the hotel yesterday waiting for somebody in the lobby, and a big man came in, getting his room. The next thing I know, people were taking pictures with him. So I snapped a picture of people taking pictures with him. 
He had a big Super Bowl ring on there, and people were wearing his ring and all this. I took a picture. I'll show you after the show right. so you can tell me who the hell he was. Okay. Because uh, not a big sports fan, and I had no idea who he was, but there it was. It was Patriots? I don't know. Okay. But he was staying at the hotel. What is going on in Tampa, Florida today that he was there yesterday? All right. I'll have to look at that. Yeah. So. Okay. All right. Okay. That's it. That's it for this segment. And uh, we're going to crack open these zebra cakes. I'm surprised that they're break. still intact. Believe me, it's on my mind. I'm losing track. If this is the aging room bid number one, what do you think? I'm builds, digging it. Builds in strength. It did, builds did build in strength. strength. So it started off, I said, oh, this isn't all that strong. I'm a as huge I remember. fan, David. Yeah? Huge fan. Yeah. I'm getting a lot of wood, a lot of canal. It's, it's a good canal. cigar. Canal is the new word. Cinnamon. 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 Yes. Okay, when we come back, uh, we're going to light up a cigar that uh, may make us upset. And uh, we've been in the business for 31 years. This Wednesday, we'll be celebrating with 500 friends. We'll tell you about that. And uh, we got a couple of games to play, and gen- gentleman uh, Chuck Morris is going to be a big part of the anniversary party. We'll tell you about that, too. Uh, cigar news and lots more. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. And when you're smoking your aging room, bin number one, always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth. finally found a cigar magazine that I like. No, no, love. It's called Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal is that it's all about cigars and none of the nonsense that you see in other magazines. It has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. You're going to be impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, great editorials, and it's strictly for the cigar enthusiast or, get this, Passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. Cigar Journal, available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at www.cigarjournal.co. That's cigarjournal.co. Why was the Sereno Cigar Company named Best Debut Company? by many media outlets this year at the IPCPR trade show because they prioritize quality over quantity from farms to factory to their post-rolling aging process. The cigar is only as good as the time and passion put into it. A process that 20-year-old industry veteran Anthony Serino knows too well. All Serino cigars are rolled using the finest hand-selected tobaccos from Esteli and Jalapa Valleys in Nicaragua. All of these fine tobaccos are blended by world-renowned cigar master blender Omar Gonzalez Amen out of the esteemed boutique La Corona Factory. Sereno Royale comes in four different blends, Connecticut, Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX. Each blend contains five-and-a-half-year-age fillers that were artfully crafted in 2014, allowing over two years of post-roll aging. These majestic cigars truly are aged to perfection. Get your Serena Royales today at Two Guys Smoke Shop or go online at twoguyscigars.com. Savor this moment, the sparks of conversation, the anticipation of that first draw. Savor the story shared over a cigar like this, a cigar that makes this moment classic. Diavo Classic. 
savor a composition of handcrafted Dominican leaf, graced with notes of 25-year-old tobacco. Richly complex, yet remarkably smooth. Savor a harmony of creamy, balanced flavors. A duet of two cigar virtuosos, jazz and cigar legend Avo Uvesian and master blender Hendrik Kellner. A cigar meant to be shared with friends old and new. The Avo Classic. Savor every note. Visit your local tobacconist or see the complete AVO line at avo.com. Founded in 1989 by Mariana and Nestor Miranda, Miami Cigar & Company proudly celebrates their 25th anniversary with the release of their flagship brand, the Nestor Miranda Collection. Made in Esteli, Nicaragua by Don Pepin Garcia, the collection is available in three distinct wrappers, aimed to please even the toughest critic. Nestor Miranda Collection. You only get one life. How will you live yours? In 2013, Boutique Blend Cigars released Aging Room Quattro, which was the number one cigar in the USA that year, according to Cigar Aficionado. Now, Raphael Nodell, the man behind the Aging Room Small Batches, has released La Boheme. La Boheme is a line that unites Raphael's three most important passions in life. Music, Cuba, and cigars. But perhaps the most unique part of creating La Boheme is the way in which Raphael blended this masterpiece. As a Cuban immigrant who came to the USA in a little boat when he was only 15 years old, Rafael had many memories of his native Cuba, but none as strong as the aroma of the Cuban cigars his grandfather used to smoke every day in that little park next to his house. Rafael blended countless combinations of different tobaccos and had other people smoke them. He would sit back and savor the aromas until one particular blend finally matched his memories the same aroma of those Cuban cigars his grandfather smoked. La Boheme, a Dominican cigar with a Cuban soul. This the crowd is standing on his feet here at Augusta. Is the Cigar Authority. Where are your badges? The Authority. We ain't got no badges. On everything cigar. I don't have to show you any stinking badges. With your host. Ho, ho, slow down there, speed racer. David Garofalo. Put that coffee down. Coffee's the closes only. Mr. Jonathan. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. Barry Stunk. That guy in a little coat. That guy in a little coat. Don't. <laughs> and Chuck Morrison. I went to Magic Camp. I'm an accomplished ventriloquist. Oh, I am a seventh degree imperial yo-yo master. <gasps> it's time to light him up. We use words like honor, code, Loyalty. It's time. I would rather you just said thank you. For the Cigar Authority. Yeah! Light them up, everybody. We're back with hour number two, broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios today at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. Cigar celebrities are about to invade New Hampshire for Two Guys' 31st anniversary. We'll give you a peek into the process of the past and present and find out what's up in the cigar world. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location. And we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. 
Simply find us on iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, or Podbean.com. And now, Facebook Live. Yeah, baby. It's going, right? It's we're, going. We're, a a we're question not sure. is, yeah, is it going to go two hours? We don't know. That's, we don't know. It question. could be an hour and a half. It could be that it allows you to do four hours. We're going to find out today. Yeah, so so I, if they're watching on this and all of a sudden it, it dies, it goes, Chuck is going to jump in. Go to CigarAuthority.com and click the button and you yeah. watch the they next half hour. They go right on there. Yeah. Boom. Mr. Jonathan What's, Carney is saying that if he uh, ever gets married, I'm going to have to come out of retirement. And he plans on marrying up. So they'll be able to afford it. It's going to be very expensive, <laughs> Carney. It's going to be very expensive. He's, he's been retired. He works every weekend. He's DJing all the time. You working today? Yeah, I am. Yeah. So this is what's on. great about the Facebook Live. I'm going to agree with uh, Vic. A lot of comments coming in. I think Barry said we have over 67 comments so far on the video. Now it's well over 70. All right, we're over 70, but they're saying more cowbell. And I'm going to co-sign that. Jeez, yeah, baby. Louise, yes. It's just too loud. I kept it away from there because somebody said one of, one of the weeks, because yeah. I, I used to put it right next I to it. I know. Over here. No. Cowbell. Yeah. Cowbell. That's great about the more cowbell. Cowbells are all sold out right now. So maybe we'll bring back the cowbell. They're already all sold all out. All gone. Wow. We can make more. Can we eat these? We can. I'm so, dying here. Here we go. This is the zebra cake by Little Debbie. And Mr. Jonathan, go ahead. Now, now pay attention to it. Don't just eat it because we're telling you to do it. Do it because There's you want to. There's nothing to pay attention to. It's a packaged confection. It's heaven. I noticed you only have one there because it says the serving size is two. I gave, I gave the other one to uh, Mrs. Barry Stein. <laughs> That's Mr. Heidi you have next to you. So get that right. Well, he hasn't changed his name yet, so. So how many calories in two? 390. Uh, no, less than that. 290. I'm going to say probably 100, calorie, 100 calories a piece. Oh, okay, so. So a pack would be 200. Yeah. Everybody's wrong, but uh, you guys, in between you two, 320 for two. 320. And we're so at the- I, I'm the closest without going over. <laughs> What'd you I say? win. What'd you- it's awesome, right? No. No? It's creamy. Come on. Were you paying attention or just yeah. shoving it down? I don't like it. Come on, you know you don't you, not like it's it. It's Mikey. He you don't it. like it. You know you love the cream. Filling. Nope. You don't like it. Don't like it. We love it. I'd rather have a piece of broccoli. If I never ate it again, it would be too soon. What if it was good for you? Would you like it? First of all, nothing tastes like that. That's good for you. True. Right. Nothing tastes that good. That would be good that for good. you. I didn't say that good. I said nothing tastes like you that. You meant it. That's what you meant. Nope. The key is it tastes really good. flavors. What do, what do we have for preservatives? All right, that's this? enough of that. Don't, don't, don't ruin it on everybody. Oh. Don't ruin it. The key to being a fat guy is not looking at that stuff. No, it you ruins have to look every at it. You've got to know what you're putting into no. your body. No, it ruins every meal. It's vital. See, the way I look at it is there's preservatives in this to create a shelf life. So I am putting preservatives in, in my you. body that will preserve that me. Your, that your poor liver and your poor kidneys no. have to filter you out. And this is where everything. kidney problems come in. This and is liver why people problems. don't like you. This is why. <laughs> this is why. People <laughs> like me. People like me. All right. Now, here's something I have a bad initial feeling on right off the bat since it's been put on the table. Because I can smell it. Okay. You can smell it. You said, what is that smell? And I said, later. is that cologne? Right, it's a cologne because it's a perfumey smell. Can you smell it? You can smell it. Oh from my here. god! It sounds like patchouli oil. Yeah, patchouli is. Hold on, I, I need a second opinion. Can you smell that for a second? It, it, you it smell has, it from there. It has. It's cologne? more than just patchouli. It's 
It does smell like mint cologne. Mint cologne. Yeah, I'm going to rub a little on my neck. This might... This, this would make a great cologne. <laughs> yeah, right? It really would. It makes, does it make you upset? I'm, yes. not, I'm yes. not upset. Uh, you know what? There's, <laughs> yeah. there, is, there is an ask for every seat. And when it comes to flavored cigars, that is a good way for people who are curious about cigars to kind of get into the game and learn how to smoke just it, like learn drink, how to light just it. Just like drinking, right? Yeah. Like you, drinking, You drink I flavored guess. vodka first, and then the next thing you know, you, you when you're a pro, you can just drink it straight up yeah. or on the rocks. Yeah, uh, this, it, is, this is an introduction to tobacco, and my guess is that it's going to be very low primings. It's going to not have a lot of nicotine kick to it, so it'll be a mild cigar with additional flavors on it. And knowing Nick Melillo, it's, it's probably high-quality tobacco. It is going to sell like hell because I'm going to tell you uh, it's going to be very popular. You think so? We bought it. We bought it, and we carry it because I learned my lesson from way back. And, uh, Barry, tell us about the cigar. Well, the Upsetters is a unique blend of Jamaican and Nicaraguan fillers. Jamaica has an interesting history of hailing the underdog, the anti-hero who battles against the odds. Upsetters stir things up. They're the rude boys who, in the 1960s, watched old spaghetti westerns and identified with gunslingers like Django and films like A Fistful of Dollars. Upsetters created reggae music, Fort Tyranny, battled Goliath, and smoked old-style Jamaican cigars. And weed. The upset is ranges in price from five nineteen to thirteen nineteen, and today we're going to light up the skipper, and it's four and a half by thirty eight fifty four because it's a perfecto, little teeny perfecto. Great for the winter, right? I mean, if you're going to yeah. want a dog walk or. I want to know if he has one called the skipper. Shouldn't he have one called the Gilligan? Gilligan, yeah. or at least the Marianne. There we go, Professor. Love the Marianne. Did you see uh, Glenn Loop with Marianne? Yes, I did. Yes. Tori Wells, I think it is, or something. Wells, something Some Wells. Wells. Some Tori Wells, I think, was a porn star, but it's something, something Wells. <laughs> of course I would know that. Yeah, it's, it's something Wells. Well, that's a mistake right there, just for the record. When I, write, when I do officially write the Bride to Barry Dictionary right. for the understanding... You don't talk about strippers in front of your wife. It wasn't a stripper. It was a porn star. Yeah. Por- worse. And she knew. Worse. I, she knows I knew a porn star in Miami. So very open relationship. We lay in bed. We watch porn together. It's a good thing. Yeah. Don't tell them that. Barry. <laughs> what kind of porn is he into? <laughs> like weird stuff? Or? Bridget the Midget? Or just weird straight stuff. up? No. She's not going anywhere with this. She's actually turned off Please this conversation. Bit. She's pleading the fifth. Okay, it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. Are you bothered by you always says excellence after this is over? Yeah. Wait for it. It's like, you know. This is things that happen by themselves. It was never put into play and... You're, you're expecting it to It play. tastes like the red pixie stick. Orange. This Green. Is, this is tang. It's a pixie stick. It's a sweet tip, yeah. which I don't like. Actually, you remember Fun Dip with the white little stick that you put into powder yeah. in? Yeah. It tastes like the white stick it does. from Fun Dip. It do- well, it has, that, it has that sweetness to it, but there's an orange quality to this. It's definitely tang. Nailed it. It's the white stick. The Here's stick. the deal, Chuck. When I, I say the, a flavor, I the board in front of me. I'm when I say a flavor, you push my button. 
Yeah. And when he says a flavor, you push his button. That's how it's supposed to work. Not <laughs> mine gets skipped over. Like he, the, is the, he is button. the producer. He is producing. I created on the show coming up with the flavors. He came in afterwards and copied me. He doesn't get the, the sound effect. I wish I had the other zebra cake so I could shove it up his ass. Oh, he said the word. Oh. Uh, that, is that your first? Ass is okay. You can say it on the radio. Oh, uh, yeah? When you, you drop the S-bomb and the F-bombs, that's not okay. Only when I drink. Every week. It only wouldn't be the I first drink. thing you put up somebody's. Oh. There's no oh, need my. of that. All right, it's going ter- terribly wrong. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did I cross that line? Objects in the rearview mirror may be closer than they appear. What do we, we light this thing with, Dave? <laughs> with, with, this, lighting. with this gigantic black label. This, gigantic, is, the, this gi- is the Barry Stein of lighters. This is the Gigantua. Do you remember who Gigantua for starters, was? For starters, the mouth is exactly the same size as the body. <laughs> yeah. So the Barry Stein of lighters, the black label oh, now intimidator. He, he, he's been very hurt now. <laughs> He, he's eating the zebra cake. You think it would bring us all together? We had the zebra cake. We should all be together as one now. Yes. It Where are we going to take another trip to get some pizza? Sorry, I'm all about food right now. <laughs> features the uh, flip-out scissor cutter along with two bullet punches that do flip out away from the fill tube so you don't have to worry about clogging up your jets. Four jets up top. The patented Vertigo big ass tank on a black label lighter. It's allowed because they're the same company. Sixty nine ninety nine. I've already taken my first puff. The chat room wants to know if we've been drinking. No, this would be a sugar high. Yes, <laughs> sugar high from the two of you. You guys eat a two of them. That is the serving size. You it do is, what it says on the package. It is unnecessary. <laughs> or more. Never less. Never less. Playing by the rules. Mr. I'm going to tell you about this. The aroma, there's not a nice way to say it, so I'm going to say it the only way I know. The aroma is worse than the taste. The aroma is very pungent. Yes. Not so much in the taste. Taste is a little milder. Yeah. A lot milder. I don't want to light it because I'm I'm really loving the cold draw. Legitimately, huh? You just don't want to light it because you don't want to smoke it. Shut up. No, not retrohaling this. It is milder, much milder than I thought it was going to be in, in this flavor. The aroma is too much. Too yeah. heavy on the aroma. But the taste of it is very subtle. It's kind of like when you smoke a pipe. Yeah. Everybody else gets the aroma. You don't really get what people are getting out of the aroma. Yeah. It's the same thing with the cigar. I'm very interested to see what Mr. Jonathan gets from this. I'm actually very surprised. I actually kind of like this. All right. I have it. Not that I'm a fan of Dunkin' Donuts, but their plain donut has yeah. a very specific flavor. This is a Dunkin' Donut, Dunkin' Donut. Remember back when they used yeah. to take the donut hole and put it on the outside? Do I remember? <laughs> <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please. Yeah, it's the Dunkin' Donut. Now they actually donut. sell the donut hole, but they used to attach it. He mm. just nailed it, though. That's exactly yeah. what it is. Very cake-like. Yep. Is it because you just ate the zebra cake? No, that was so far ago, and I washed out with coffee anyways. Maybe with a, with a hint of uh, patchouli, or maybe you've got a hippie friend, you take him out for donuts. Boy, is that in you the back taste, though. Yeah. yeah. It's there, but On it's the very in the back taste of what that is. The aroma is too much. Too much in the aroma. So Facebook Live is you, you are now drinking the Kool-Aid. You have tasted the confectionery. 
and you are now all about the food with your notes. There we go. You have come over to the other That's side. That's it. So my side. comments Welcome. earlier about the meatloaf with the barbecue and the pineapple and the cinnamon and the nutmeg, none of that counts. <laughs> but that wasn't cake. Now that I'm talking about a different food item, cake. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. Yes. Yeah, you're wrong. That's from Vic Anderson. Vic. I do like Vic, though. <laughs> That's a nice Vic. So uh, Nick Melillo is actually coming to the Two Guys 31st Anniversary Party, not as a manufacturer, but coming as a fan. Bought his tickets, wow. and uh, coming with his uh, entourage. With his entourage, they bought tickets and they're coming. Um, so, I did smoke this and say my negative stuff about what what I'm saying, but telling the truth uh, before I end up seeing them. You know, I, I don't care for the aroma, but actually the taste, I'm good. You know what? That the flavor really isn't bad. I was expecting this was going to be a, an infused flavor bomb. Yeah. yeah. But you, you get a little bit of the tobacco Subtle. flavor. You can still taste some of the smoke. And there's a little hint of flavoring in there. It's not over the top. I would like it without a sweet tip. Me too. I wonder if any of them, because there's all different ones. It was actually a candela that we Which I at. was curious to smoke. I uh, that's the to... one I pulled out, and then he vetoed it because I'm, he didn't want to yeah. go candela. When I leave, well, I'm have I, to buy I one. want to give it a chance. So go to candela and this. I said, oh, my God. I like a little candela every once in a while. I'm going to buy one at the end of the show today. I'm going to smoke it tomorrow with a bottle of wine. And it'll be a good time. You know time. what? That, might, that would be an excellent pairing. <laughs> Not the bottle of wine, right? <laughs> a bottle of She's wine. She's serious, too. Oh, yeah, he's all done, by You're the way. Done. Yeah, he's <laughs> you done. are done. He's all done. This Game is over. what we call a, a handless marriage right here. You have no hand. Yeah, you have a hand because you're going to need it. <laughs> um, so She's I'll, the one with the hand. She's dusting it up with a little bit of the talc, getting it ready. <laughs> <laughs> Whack. There we go. Sounds like a good time to me. Klaus Peter Kellner is also coming. He is the son of Hanky Kellner, and we are doing a cigar tasting with him the following day on Thursday. No this kidding. Thursday. What is he, 22, 23? Yeah, yeah. He, and he's, whole, the, he's a brand ambassador at this yeah. point. And he's going to do a cigar tasting here at, at Two Guys in Salem. There is two tickets, two tickets left. They'll be sold today, and that'll be the end of it. It'll be a sellout. Now, you look at a young kid like that, and you think, what, what could he possibly have to offer? And I will tell you, this kid has been around tobacco since he was born. Yeah. Right. Every single thing about the stuff that his dad does with the, the growing the San Vicente, the fermentation process, proper rolling, he, this kid has it all. I mean, one of the best blender mentors. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. He knows his stuff, and he's going to do a little seminar here the following day. But Wednesday is the two guys' 31st anniversary. Yes, it is, Dave. It is. And Chuck is the announcer, <laughs> and he's going to hoke it up. Right? Yeah, after David, yes. <laughs> and uh, his announcer's voice ready. We're going with the theme of Let's Make a Deal. Not the new Let's Make a Deal, the old Monty Hall Let's Make a Deal, the good one. Over $31,000 in cash prizes, Dave. There we go. <laughs> yeah. cash, cash and prizes. Cash, cash and, and prizes. prizes. He sounds like Thurston Howell. <laughs> no, it's perfect. Love it. It's perfect. How's it played? Yeah, it is played with, um, we're having 12 different manufacturers come up. The who's who of the cigar industry is flying up for this, and um, there will be 12 teams. 
And as you come in, you're going to pick a, a lanyard that you're going to wear around your neck, and you're going to be on one of those teams. So there's going to be, I believe, 31 people in each team, and uh, they'll be out there, and it's, let's assume Rocky Patel is one of them, which it is, and it'll be Team Rocky Patel, one, two, three, four, five, all the way through. And then there's going to be Padron, and George Padron will be there, and it'll be Team Nick Perdomo and Perdomo Cigars and their team, and everybody's there. And we're going to start elimination, and we're going to open these doors. And so one of the manufacturers is going to, Glenn Loop is coming up from CRA. He's going to open up the first door. Nice. He's not going to know which one it is. Eliminate the first group. And he's going to open up these doors. And there's a prize uh, beyond that door and the team with the team name on it. And that team has been eliminated. But that prize will go to one of those people with the number on it. We'll spin the wheel and see who ends up winning that prize. We have that same prize for the manufacturer as a parting gift. Right, and they will they will get that prize, and that team has been eliminated. We go all the way through until we have one team left. That last team now is numbers, and they will get prizes just like the Let's Make a Deal show. That they're going to end up popping a balloon and doing this and that, and they're going to end up getting this prize. That's their prize to keep, or or they can trade it in for what's behind curtain number one, two, or three, and we'll do all kinds of stuff like now, that. Now, the one question I have is yeah. the first person says, you know what, I want to trade my thing in for curtain number one. Is curtain number one now gone out of the game? And not, until, only- not until we give all 31 prizes, then we get the top prize because yeah. we put the value amount. Remember, this is $31,000 worth of cashing prizes. If people are paying attention to how much money this is and keeping track, they're going to know how much money is left. At the, the, the guy at the end could know... You know, this is worth $3,000. This is worth $300 at the end of it. Yep. Nobody will be doing that because adult beverages will be served during the night, and that, that makes everything go away. Any rational decision is gone, as you've seen in, in the oh, past, God, yeah. that the rational decisions go away. And plus, I'm there to hook them on for more money. Yeah. Don't take this, take that. And it, it's a nonstop four or five-hour circus. Circus is the best way to put it. Yeah. Well played, yeah. With and, David as the <clears throat> ringleader. Yeah. But Chuck is a big part of this this time. And he's got lots of things to say and information on each prize. Because when somebody wins the prize, it is Don Pardo or whoever. whoever he'll be Chuck. Yeah. Chess. Chess. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, tell them what their prize is worth and the value of. And you get sound effects and you got the whole thing. So Give it's going to be a fun night. And that's the whole idea of it is let's have some fun. Let's smoke some cigars. And let's do different than every other. It's not a trick-or-treat. You go around to the table and yeah. grab a cigar. It's not that at all. It's a sit-down dinner, five courses, uh, cocktails. All the manufacturers are there. And it's, it's really tough. You know, I know a lot of people like to get what they call a multi-vendor event, which is all the manufacturers together. They don't like to do it because they want their event to be about their event. They want the attention. Unless, of course, you can put something spectacular together that they actually want to be part of it. That, you know, maybe there's um, a couple of key players in the manufacturing of this cigar, and they'll both fight with each other, which is the point of um, the Newmans. So Eric Newman went to one first, and that's it. He says, okay, I own this. And Bobby Newman says, I want to go. I heard so much about it. And he goes, absolutely not. I'm going. Because he wants to go. And they all want to go They to couldn't this. both just go? I know. They, they can. But I got a question. Yeah. Will there be a donkey behind one of the curtains? Is there a donkey? I can't tell you. <laughs> yeah. Is there some booby prize? Is there some uh, booby prize? Is there a booby oh, prize? Oh, oh. Huh? So we'll tell you next week. 
some of the stuff that happened anyway. Some of the stuff, like Las Vegas, stays in Las Vegas. We leave some of that yeah. behind. Oh, yeah. So um, we're also giving selfie sticks out. Everybody gets a selfie stick. So they're going to be posting things. So if you're, especially you're listening, uh, watching on to um, YouTube right now, look for pound two guys 31. T W O G Y S. Hashtag. 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 Tag. You old fart. Yeah. I didn't say tic tac toe board two guys 31. Would have been better. Would have been better. There's the idea for the 32nd. We can go Hollywood Squares. That was the tic-tac-toe oh, game. Uh-huh. We do not give Jess away. Imagine that set. We do not, we give, do not give Jess wow. away. And Jess is our Vanna White. Jess will be the Van, playing, and playing Vanna White today is Jessica Venari. And the, the, uh, she, she, bought a, uh, she bought a blonde wig. Did you really? She bought a blonde wig. Can you guys stop spoiling all the surprises? She didn't tell me not to tell. She just said, I bought a blonde wig and showed it to me. Squealer. Squealer. Yeah. All right, we can edit this right out. We can edit it right out. Just live on Facebook. Here we go. <laughs> anyway, it's a lot of fun. Cash and prizes are played. Cigars are there. Can we ever do it again? It's going to be up to the FDA at this point to see if we can ever do it again. But we've been, we've been doing this. The first one we did was our eighth anniversary, and we did Red Auerbach. He was the coach of the Boston Celtics, and he came in. And we've had comedians and all kinds of prizes and games and things we did along. And try to, to jazz it up each time. And we've given away 10,000 gallons of gas once. We had a big tanker truck during the gas crisis. We gave away a Rolls Royce. We gave our a Hummer, SUV Hummer. Uh, $75,000. The DeLorean. A DeLorean yeah. a few years back. Yeah, uh, All kinds of different things. And always on the lookout. And always looking for some take from... The DeLorean came from one of the people that was in the audience. We gave away whatever we gave away with. And he said to me after it was over... Cadillac Fleetwood. That was the year he gave away okay. the Cadillac Fleetwood. And Virgin in every way. That's it. That's right. He says... Uh, it was in 1931, Cadillac Fleetwood. And that's why we did Monopoly, because that was the year Monopoly came out. And we connected the two. So uh, we're always looking for ideas, yeah. and this, this um, person in the audience said to me after, I have a very, very uh, pristine, pristine it was. Um, DeLorean. Are you interested? And I said, hell yeah. And let me look into DeLorean. DeLorean was made in 1985, the year I started Two Guys Smoke Shop. Perfect. Okay, and we'll do it around Back to the Future, and that, that was the hook on that. So that's what it, that's what it is. So uh, we're going to have a lot of information to give you next week, not only on the show, but when all the manufacturers are there. And, again, cocktails are being served. People say things they maybe shouldn't say to the press, which we are the press at that point, and uh, we get some information. So uh, that being said, Barry, what's up in the cigar world? It's time for What's What's Up up? in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse Cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled N2-bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse Cigar today. Wait for it. (laughs) I was just going to say that. I was just going to say it. (laughs) AJ Fernandez this week registered four new trademarks. Why? And Corticas, Flaquitas, Chiquitas, and Pequinas 
from AJ Fernandez. Chiquitas, I know what a Chiquita is. <laughs> and uh, isn't it a banana? <laughs> and uh, Fuente uh, registered Power of Love. Maybe they're going to come out with a cigar with Huey Lewis. How? They can't come out with new cigars. Maybe they already came out with the cigar, and now they're just trademarking it. But an interesting item of note, there were many new trademarks this week from top cigarette companies for new cigarettes. Interesting. Like a new Camel and a new Virginia Slims were registered as trademarks this week. Wow. So maybe they see that this thing, maybe the cigar industry can make this thing go away and open the door for them. Like we're looking at, you can give cigars to the troops, so can't we give cigars to a consumer? Perhaps. Who used to be in the military or something like that? This week, the FDA announced the user fees for fiscal year 2017. According to the FDA, $635 million will be collected with the cigar industry responsible for 9.6% of that which translates to $61.5 million. The amount is based on the 2015 import numbers for cigars. Using the amount of cigars imported in 2015 as a base, companies that import 1 million cigars pay just under $404,000 in S-chip, but their user fees will be just over 43000 per million cigars. This... And, and that is if they produce a million or less. If they produce a million or more, and there's many categories, I believe. Right. Am I right to assume the bigger they are, the less they pay? No. No. It's okay. based on a percentage. So if you import 20,000, it'll be multiplied by that percentage. If you import a million dollars, a million cigars, it'll be multiplied by that same percentage of S-chip. So you pay more money, but not a higher percentage. Right. You pay the same percentage. You just pay more money if you bring in more cigars. I'm not, I'm it's like a flat tax. It's a flat. It's tax. a flat tax. Okay, yeah, but is there is it twenty cents per cigar or? It's, I don't remember the exact number, but it's roughly like nine and a half percent of S chip. Okay, give or take. So, bottom line is cigars every, are going up because we see it happening. Right, and every year that user fee will change based upon the import numbers. Okay. So next year's user fee will be based on the import numbers for 2016. That's four cents a cigar. Roughly. Roughly. Quick question. Yes. Did you get any kind of um, update on, speaking of importation, your cigars that were sawed in half? None. None, huh? None. Nobody to talk to. That's Nobody worse. cares. And I guess I'm just lucky it was only a couple thousand cigars. Mm, I'd be so... I know. No. Sorry. No, <laughs> what do you do? Since we have a huge European presence, call it poetic justice, but the Romeo and Juliet Capoletto's 6x53 ring gauge debuted in Verona, Italy this week at a special event, and it's the same city where Shakespeare, Romeo and Juliet took ah, place. Ah, isn't that nice? Uh, news came out this week that General Cigar announced a raising of prices due to the potential user fees, which are now no longer potential. Yep. And also Michael Giannini and General Cigars have parted ways. Giannini was the creative director for General Cigars after serving as the brand manager for La Gloria Cubana. And the move has been long rumored since Justin Andrews was hired this summer. And that's this week's What's Up in the Cigar World. What's Up in the Cigar World was brought to you by Recluse Cigars. The Recluse Amadeus Habano Reserva uses grade-A Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, a San Andreas binder, a Dominican Lajero Seco, and Pennsylvanian Broadleaf Fillet tobaccos, which create a blend we call the Cigar of the Year. Recluse Cigars is What's Up! 
we haven't seen the last of Mike Giannini. You're going to see him pop up. Uh, from what I understand, he had no contract that says he can't go somewhere else. No non-compete. Mm-hmm. You'll see very, very shortly uh, where he turns up. Mm-hmm. I have some. Uh, I've heard some rumors already. Oh boy. Yeah. So uh, we'll we'll leave that alone for now. But oh, uh, one I other think he pops up soon. One other rumor that I forgot, or not a rumor, beginning October first, I'm hearing that Michael Salucci will head up Orleans Group. Okay, so Mike Salucci, who was Drew Estates, he goes to Orleans Group in the accessory business, where they do have some cigars. They, supposedly they are getting rid of their cigars, and they are going to focus just on humidors and accessories. Hmm. Okay. And that's according so, to one of our sources in Florida. And, and the reason I heard from Mike Giannini, and I don't know if I buy it, but one of the reasons is because there can't be any new brands, and what he was hired for is to create new brands. And that's, cool. It's an opening now that we don't need a position for that. So he's going to go somewhere else where he can... Repackaging can continue as yes. long as the count stays the same, and uh, you know. But we'll we'll see. There's one company where I think he would be a great fit, and I wonder if you and I are thinking the same thing. We'll have to talk after the show. Well, I know more than what I think. I okay. <laughs> he knows more than what he thinks. <laughs> yes, I do. He knows more than what he thinks. That's a yogiism. No, I, I know what I'm. That's a Daveism. <laughs> I know. I know where he's going. I know where he's going. Hey, guys. It's, uh, it's actually a great play, too. Quick programming note. Yes. So we are broadcasting live on Facebook. Yeah. First episode. Um, and I know a lot of our listenership comes from the podcast. So those listening, you know, not live, not real time, listening to the replay. Yeah. Um, if they want to watch this live on Facebook, they just go to the Cigar Authority um, Facebook page, like us. It's and, boom. Like a, and boom. And boom. Like I forget it. You'll be notified. <laughs> Now, now, this is only a live thing. It's Facebook Live. You can't watch it later. No, it will be it there. Will. It will be there for eternity afterwards. Yes. On our Facebook page? On our Facebook yeah. page, which can be found at facebook.com forward slash the Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. The. We are the Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. Remember the that cigar authority. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> We've been doing this for a long time. So it's six years running. Uh, that we're doing. If this is your first time listening, six years, we got 1.4 million downloads a year of this ridiculous show. And uh, it's it's all we got, man. But we love it. We love the cigar industry, and we we really smoke cigars on the show because this is a cigar show. I know there's some out there that make believe like they're smoking, but we really smoke Mm -hmm. cigars. Uh, That's what we do, and we do it on location in a cigar shop or somewhere. We've been in tobacco fields. We've been... Yeah, man. At festivals and all kinds of things. Weddings. Weddings. Yeah. <laughs> at a wedding. But we were allowed to smoke, so that's where we'll so, go. So. It's all fair game. Hey, while you're enjoying life to its fullest, it's important to be debonair. And how to be more debonair is Gentleman Chuck Morris. You need a gentleman? Gentleman. I'm a gentleman. You need a gentleman? And this is The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with (laughs) suspension of reality. (laughs) Time spent smoking a debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. Today, gentlemen, the art of conducting oneself at a wedding. Now, I realize this would be better suited probably last week, but we had Barry do the gentleman's way with his very courteous and and heartfelt uh, gratitude statement of thank you to Dave, which was 
awesome, very debonair. But this week, fellas, here are the uh, arts of conducting oneself at a wedding. It's important to remember that the day is about the bride. It's not about you. Some examples, Mr. Jonathan gets props here, showing up early on time, helping out with setting up the table linens on the, uh, on the tables, setting up chairs, doing whatever you can to remember that the day is about the bride. Not so much you, Barry, or the groom. It's about the bride. So do whatever you can to make sure that she is comfortable and like a princess or queen. Next up here, Pete, I hope you're listening. Do not overconsume alcohol. Here we go. Even if you're the last one to stay. <laughs> mix yes. in water. If, if you're uh, mixing drinks such as rum and Cokes or vodka and uh, Sprite or whatever it may be, do not overconsume alcohol. Be sure to mix in waters, sodas, whatever it is, so that you're not just consuming alcohol. Again, it's about the bride and groom, not about you. Have your mannerism on. Next up here, you never know who is standing next to you, so do not make a comment on other women you've never met. Chances are you've never met their husband or boyfriend who may be present. Mm. These are just some tips, fellas. Gentlemen, to become more debonair, but the question every single time we do this, are you debonair enough? I feel like I nailed this one. Because you left. (laughs) Correct. Took care of business and left. I stayed for the nuptials. Yeah. Got a nice picture of everybody. Sent it to Barron's. It was nice. It was actually good. I'm, I think you I'm, played it right, though. I think I left way too late. I think yeah. Jonathan left way too early. I think you, you play it, you know. If you leave after the bride and groom, it's probably not good. There were tears when you left. Yes. Yes. The bromance continues. Yes. The bromance. He- Heidi's brother had a little bit of a broken heart when you left. Show me the man cave. It was a good time. The fire pit was awesome. So I was smoking the upsetters, and this is a category that started many, many years ago uh, with Lars Teton. I don't know if anybody out there that really remembers Lars Teton. I've been around a long time, but they were the first. He was the creator. Lars Teton was the creator of this category of an infused cigar with this type of thing. It's not vanilla. It's not rum. It's an infusement yeah, a lot of, of different botanicals. things. Yep. Botanicals. They were the first ones to do it. Later on, he, and he did a good job, man. He had uh, um, the guys from um, some rock and roll stars or something that were big into it. I think Aerosmith. The guys and, from Aerosmith yeah, were huge into it. Huge yeah. into it. Uh, we, we carried the brand when it came out, and it was really taken off. And then um, Jonathan Drew came along with Drew Estates and did a brand called Acid. And behind that came lots of marketing, promotions, events, all of which Lars Teton wasn't doing, and Drew Estates blew up unbelievable. And both categories actually were a good step for people to get into the cigar industry. I, I looked at it that way, too. Now comes the upsetters. And here's somebody that worked for Drew Estates before, because actually Jonathan Drew worked for Lars Teton. So took what he knew, moves on to Drew Estates. You got a guy from Drew Estates, moves on, takes what he learns, and he goes and does the upsetters. So here it is, and um, you know, for those that are looking at it and say, oh, it's just a ripoff of that, well, that was a ripoff of this, or so whatever way you want to end up looking at it. It was a category created by Lars Deaton, and now it moves on to the third generation. Actually, there's been little guys in between yes, that tried have. this. Heaven mm-hmm. attempted this uh, not very well. He right. was uh, one and done pretty much with that. Uh, but the, the, I believe the, the company was actually sold at that point to Davidoff. 
I believe Davidoff so. does own uh, it. And sat on it and hasn't done, done a thing with it, but they have it. It's a grandfathered in product. They can still continue to do it. So uh, we, we haven't seen the last of this category. Um, and, and knowing that FDA did not stop this, which is what really everybody thought this whole FDA thing was, was to take away flavored brands. But it can't because you have black and mild. Yeah. Which is a flavored cigar. So if that yeah. cigar is going to be safe, and every they're pipe, all safe. And every pipe tobacco is flavored, mm-hmm. and it, yeah. then you can go to the, to the, to the alcohol Pipe segments. tobacco may not be safe. That's, a, that's a typically an older generation's that, that it, use it. Yeah, it may go away. May and go away. if it ends up going away, it's a still a very, very small percentage of the market. I just hate when, they, when the government steps in and... I hate when the we're, government steps in at all. We're adults. Let us choose what we want to do. You want to smoke a pipe, you smoke a pipe. In the me- meantime, they're legalizing marijuana across right. the country. So it's the most insane thing anyway. So uh, I don't know. So far, so good. I'm, uh, uh, you know, I'm not going to say it's, it's a 90-rated cigar for me because it's not up my wheelhouse. But Listen, it's, it's got it's, a good combustion line. It's burning well. It's well-aged tobacco. It, I, don't, I don't hate what it tastes like at all. I mean, I, I thought... I, I, because Based on the smell, I thought I was going to be repulsed by it, to be honest with you. And so far, so good. So, yeah. like if, you, if you were to apply um, sunscreen to your body and then not wash your hands and reach over and grab like a blueberry pie, you take a bite out of the blueberry pie, you get a little bit of the hand lotion on there from the SPF 30, a little bit of the blueberry, and that's what I'm getting. It's not revolting. I'm still getting fun dip, so... Fun dip. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, the classic three-way, a peek into the asylum. And did I mention we're the 2016 Ambassadors of Cigars? You might have mentioned that. Well, I'm going to mention it again. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Provider number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. When you light a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world. You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities, time. The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. The time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. The time it takes to hand pick, hand roll, and then carefully hand-check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled. 
Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. In 1848... In honor of the English poet Lord Byron, a cigar brand named Byron was first created. Through three centuries, Byron has gone through many hands, but today it is back with the family that first created them. Returning to the early days, now the brand, in a very limited quantity, is produced in a small factory in Costa Rica. Nelson Alfonso offers three Byron blends honoring all three centuries of Byron. Siglo 19, Siglo 20, and Siglo 21. Other cigars sit in an aging room for 60 days, but every Byron cigar sits in an aging room for a period of at least one full year, then and only then into ultra-luxurious porcelain jars and state-of-the-art cigar humitubes packaging. Sure, Byron's packaging is unique and costly to produce, but nothing else will do for a cigar of this quality and taste. Byron Cigars. Cigars of poetry. Sophisticated. Byron. It was 2010 on my 50th birthday. Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars showed up in my office and honored me with a gift. It was a box of cigars. But this box of cigars was not what I expected. One I never saw before. Something without the Perdomo name on it. It was my name, Garofalo. Garofalo Cigars has my name on it, but it was blended and created by Perdomo as a gift. A gift of a brand of cigars. So what should you expect from a Garofalo cigar? Rich layers of complex flavors, but offered in a mild to medium body profile. A blend comprised of fine Cuban seed Nicaraguan tobaccos, including a triple fermented five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. I'm honored to have Garofalo, my name, surrounding such a wonderful cigar. I would be honored if you would give a Garofalo cigar a try. Garofalo Cigars, an honor. Hi, this is Nick Perdomo. Hi, this is Nicholas Perdomo Jr. From Perdomo Cigars, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And we are back live in the La Florida Minicana Cigar Studio today at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, where Mr. Jonathan will get dethroned today on the Classic Three-Way nope. as yep. he goes into a peek into the asylum. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. We are smoking the Upsetters. It's not making us very upset. The Skipper. Skipper. It's not making us very uh, upset anyway, but um, 
It's not bad. I am glad. Listen, I thought it was going to be gross. If, if Nick's listening, you know, he's looking for praise and stuff. But believe me, not bad is high praise it's for what a, I expected. I'm glad Correct. it's not a three-hour cruise, but I'm definitely There we go. There right. we go. Just stuck on that Gilligan's Island Let's thing, go. huh? It's the skipper. All right, let's take a peek into the asylum because we're going to run out of time. Okay. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away, ha-ha. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Wait for it. Asylum Cigars are truly <laughs> flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80. That's right. That's Asylum. Now, I ask you, boys, how many golfers would like their golf balls to recognize the location of the hole and roll right in on any shot close enough to be a gimme? We'd all like that, right? I guess. Hole in one. A startup company in the Midwest has created a ball that can locate and sink itself into the hole if it lands within a 12-inch circle of the hole. They use nanotechnology and a small self-winding gyroscopic engine powered by a microchip the size of a pinhead. The company hopes to go to market with its first set of balls in the spring of 2018. The company plans to make future balls to be designed to correct your slice and even to make up for poor club choice. The balls will retail for, get this, $124.99 each, which is a small price to pay to take as many as 18 strokes off your game, according to the company. The balls come with a serious warning, and this is the most important part. Do not carry them around in your back pocket. Wait for it. <laughs> That's insane. That's a silent. Ah! Take me away. Take me away. That's cheating, man. Takes me a while to get it, but I get it. You got it. I get it. Okay, and it is time for this classic three way by Classic Cigars. You've heard of epic rap battles. But now it's time for the epic battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. In classic history. Here's looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the Classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the Classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the Classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown, and nutty overtones. That's undertones, you idiot! Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. Okay, this is a game of whoever gets closest without going over. I have four today, a puppet master, a chef, a football player, and a wrestler. So Let's today, start with Jim Henson. So today is September 24th. It is. And Mr. Jonathan, you are our reigning champion. I am. Today is the birth date of Stephanie McMahon. Stephanie McMahon, wrestler, vice president of WWE. She was active in the wrestling industry for more than two decades as a teenager. She worked on the WWF 
advertise as a WWF advertising model. She's a one-time women's champion in a short-lived career. Her father is Vince McMahon. Stephanie McMahon, born today. What year? 1970. 70, he says, Barry. 1978. 78. 1975. 75 for the point, Chuck Morrison. It's 76 without going over. There's a point for Chuck Morrison. And we're moving on to Barry Stein. Jim Henson is correct, oh, Mr. Jonathan. Do I get a point for that? You get no point to make God have mercy on your soul. Beloved puppet master and creator of the Muppets, Sesame Street, and Fraggle Rock, he created iconic puppets Kermit the Frog, Oscar the Grouch, Bert, and Ernie. He was honored in the Hollywood Walk of Fame, both as himself and Kermit the Frog. The late, great Jim Henson. Born today, what year? You know, I'm going to go back to my original answer, 1933. 33, he says. 1940. 40. 38. 38, and good for you, Barry Stein, for not going over. 33, it's 36. Okay, Barry's got a point. Chuck's got a point, and our champion has no points. They get two points if they get the exact number, by the way. Wait for it. And this goes to Chuck Morrison. Ready. Joe Green. Football player. Football player. Dominant NFL Defensive tackle, who was known as Mean Joe Green on the gridiron, won four Super Bowl champions for the Pittsburgh Steelers and spent his 13-year career. He spent his 13-year career. He gained widespread fame off the field for his role in the famous Hey Kid, Catch Coca-Cola commercial. Mean Joe Green, born today, what year? 1955. 55. 42. 42. 43. 43 for the point. God. Did you write that after me? Nope. 46. Barry Stein. Barry Stein, two points. Chuck, one. Mr. Jonathan, none. Two points. This is under protest. This is the last question. Of course it is, and this goes to (laughs) me. You. It is Robert Irvine. Irving? Robert Irving? Robert Irvine. Chef? Anything? Nothing. Muscular host of Dinner Impossible restaurant show? Nope. Nope. Food Network appeared in the program Worst Cooks in America in Restaurant Express, mm-hmm. married to NWA wrestler Gail Kim. This means nothing to you? Nothing. nothing. None of you. Nothing. Wow. Do you even know who yes, he is? Yes, I do. Robert you do? Irvine, Full yeah. Crap. You never, Did you know who he was before you found Yes. Him? Okay. Yeah, you've never seen uh, Restaurant Impossible, any of those shows? I have. Oh, Restaurant Muscular? Impossible. Yeah. yeah, British guy. Yes, a yes. little. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Former military guy. I know exactly. Yes, yep, I'm going yep. 1965. 1965, he's going. 1972. 72. I'm late writing it down, but 1960. 1960 for the point. 1960 for the point. We have a tie right now. It's well, Chuck and I, Barry. Then I rem- remain champion. How does that happen? Because it's a tie. Well, he might have a tiebreaker. That's tie the rules. He I, might. Have, I have a tiebreaker. Yeah, he All does. Right. Yeah, he does. <laughs> I have a tiebreaker. <laughs> so you can play for this for fun if you like, but you have no chance. Well, you could tie with two points. You could. You could tie. Could tie. So it is happened this day. Okay. Happened this day. 60 Minutes, the TV show, mm-hmm. debuted on CBS. Sixty Minutes, the TV show debuted on CBS today. What year was it? And who does this go to? Goes to Barrett. Goes to Barrett. Nineteen sixty-two. Sixty-two. The same year the embargo happened. Yep. That's what you're going with. That's what I'm going with. Okay. All right. So I can tell you that this, I believe, still to this day, is the longest-running program in TV history. I believe so. And I was taught this in college. I should know, but I'm going to put 1940. 1940. I'm going 1950. 1950. 
1962 is Barry. Uh, yes. 1962 for the point and win. It's 1968. Barry is our champion. Barry's we have time. a new champion in this classic day in classic history. Has been brought to you by Classic Cigar. Whichever classic you choose, it is available in your favorite cigar shop across the country. For less than $3 per cigar. Yeah. By the box, right? By the box. Okay, you want to final... hit the calendar real quick? Or... No, nah, we got no time. So right. uh, we'll go through the calendar. We'll go through lots of stuff next week. But final thoughts on the upsetters? You know what? I, I had my uh, expectations set extremely low. Uh, they were met and exceeded. <laughs> it is decent. It is decent. It is a good introductory into the cigar world, it's I It's not say. overpowering on the, the palate. Yeah. Can you the t- scent. Can you take down the, the aroma of it a bit? No, I because would, this is a guy that wants to smoke it. Uh, well, outdoors, cigar. outdoors would be okay. Indoors, it's kind of pungent. If they could bottle was, it in a cologne, man, stings I'd the buy nostrils. that all day long. It's I a great... To light it, put it down, forget about it, move back to my aging room. Me too. I put my aging room aside to do that. I liked it. You liked it? I liked it. Okay. I'll smoke right. it maybe one or two times a year, but I liked it enough to pick Nick it up Mo- again. Nick Molillo, I'm uh, pleasantly surprised, and uh, I, w- I was doing this before. That's a uh, I resounding saw you this endorsement week. right there. It the is. Cigar Authority says your cigar does not suck. Yeah. <laughs> so that's perfect. And it's going to be a huge seller. And Miami Cigar is the distributor of right. Isn't they that- are the distributor yeah. of just the upsetters. Yeah, it is going to be a huge seller. Huge seller. I promise you that. So uh, next week, J.R. Dominguez and Scott Weeks. They are the 2000. 15 Cigar of the Year recipients uh, for the Cigar of the Year. They return live here to tell us about Two Guys 31st Anniversary, the prizes and surprises. Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. And if you happen to be smoking one of Nick Melillo's The Upsetters, always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth. tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices, it's Stogie Heaven.